Welcome to the Cryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me is Chris Carnicelli hey. and Rob Morphy. How's it going? We are formerly of the Earth's Mightiest Bastards podcast. You can find that archive at embpod.com. Uh, we recently started this new show, uh, again, the Cryptonaut Podcast. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be kind of uh, narrowing down our scope of topics to cryptozoological, ufology, uh, paranormal phenomenon, mm. occult, uh, conspiracy theories, and just a whole plethora of unknown and weird topics. Yeah, any unsolved mystery sans Robert Stack, how mm. Robert Stack got that job, is the one mystery we're not going to be His talking voice. about. He had a great voice. That's he the did. Deal. Though, honestly, really Peter Graves could have done it, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, they would have been great. But the Amazing. fact is, we absolutely love deal. things that have no definitive answer. Most of them are going to go well into the paranormal uh, range. Uh, I am a cryptozoological junkie as the rest of us are but we've seen ufos we've known sure. people with ghost counters we just love this stuff to pieces and so basically what we're doing is like mark said a laser-like focus on one case per episode yep. trying to bring it to you guys and trying to give you the stats that everyone knows and some details that we might have dug up in our you know research over the years for the the websites we've run and anything else that you might not be familiar with so i'm very very stoked about this so for our first episode uh we're gonna be covering the loveland frogmen which are located in uh in ohio so the loveland frogmen are coming in at three foot six inches they weigh 60 pounds, and their habitat is the rivers and waterways of the Ohio River Valley. So just a mm. quick little introduction here. These I love these amphibious guys. anomalies have shocked and terrified both the general public and police officers, yet remain one of the most intriguing cryptozoological mysteries in the U.S. They're the best. This is the, the best. best monster you've never heard of, unless, of course, you have. If you have, mm. you're going to love this. If you haven't, you're going to love it even more. So these things are three foot six inches, 60 pounds. These are squat little things. They're squat little things. That's weensy. They're tiny. The, the people that have seen it, and up to now, there are, I think, something like six eyewitnesses that go all the way from 1955 <laughs> to 2016. Okay. With big gaps in between. But they've all essentially described something that was between three and four feet tall. Uh, had grayish skin, webbed fingers and feet, uh, flat squat faces, mm. long uh, lipless mouths, eyes that universally are said, except for the last account, which we'll get into in a little bit, uh, to be basically human, uh, no discernible nose. It's a really mm. weird thing yeah, that people in the Ohio River Valley have seen in, in yeah. one very specific area, to be honest. And uh, it really ranks as one of my favorite, favorite cryptids in the history of, you know, all the paranormal Abs. stuff that I've ever researched. All right. All right. Cool. So, Here we so go. We'll start Robert, with take it away. You got it. The story of the unique creatures known as the Loveland Frogmen, plural being essential, begins in the spring, which means literally the March or April of 1955, yeah. and that's because the guy who reported it didn't report it for about 10 or so years, Ooh, so he was a little sketchy really? about the month. So we know for sure it was the spring, Okay. and it occurred on a lonely stretch of road known as the Madeira Loveland Pike, which runs along the Little Miami River in Claremont County on the outskirts of Loveland, Ohio, hence the name of sure. these creatures. Okay. So the first account begins like this. At approximately 3.30 a.m., a short order cook named Robert Honeycutt, which is a great name if you oh, like MASH, Jesus. was driving home yeah. from work when he noticed what he thought were three men standing in a triangular pattern near a clump of bushes with their backs to the road. They were so small that Honeycutt first assumed they were on their knees praying. Weird. Weird. to say. Weird. This did not happen. Yeah. So he thought this was weird, too. 
So Honeycutt's tired. He's right. driving home. It's 55. Cook it all, Cook everyone, it all day. Everyone, You're usually, tired? Everyone goes to bed at 9 in 1955. I would if I could. He's exhausted. Yeah, I know. From I cooking know up that. a storm. Okay. So because he sees three random dudes praying by the side of the road, he slows down his car <laughs> to get a better look at the trio, and that is when he realized oh, he was no. not looking at human beings. But three strange creatures that stood between three and four feet tall were covered with leathery gray skin and had webbed hands and feet. Mm, not what you want. You kind of want to see the three dudes praying. You, you don't really want to see pro- that. You, you, you're, yeah. looking, you're looking for Pentecosts, maybe Episcopalians at this point. Yeah. Something. You're really yeah. not hoping for frogmen. I'll take a Jehovah's Witness or two. No, when you're no in Ohio, deal. that's what you're going to get. Okay. That's, that's the deal. So Honeycutt was unsure as to whether or not the frogmen were wearing grayish skin-tight uniforms the same shade as their skin or if they were simply shirtless. They were, however, wearing loose-fitting pants. And I have to say this, because <laughs> comfort is key. Why? I know, okay, but like, why minute, would you? Hold on a second. The Loveland Frogmen were wearing clothes? Now, well, no, just pants, apparently. Oh, well, okay. no, no, because Honeycutt... Robbie Honeycutt, Bobby, Bob, his friends. Bobby Honeycutt, Bobby Honeycutt. Okay. He 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 wasn't sure if they were wearing skin tight sure. shirts, the exact same color oh. of their epidermis, which seems like a weird. Thing. That's what I mean. Like you'd be like, it was it the dearth of nipples? What was it that made him question whether or not they were wearing like Probably, under armor yeah. or nothing? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it, but he clearly saw that they were wearing pants. Sinbad pants. And that's important. Well, were they like boot-cut Levi's? What I, were they? they? They were loose-fitting garments. Were they Zubas? That properly covered the genitalia of said frog. Parachute pants. Because you know what? They, they, Shame matters they, they, they in this world. They were wearing hammer pants? Oh, I would like MC to think hammer. so. Because when you think loose-fitting pants, you think MC Hammer. Yeah. When I think of loose-fitting pants, yeah, I think of Jinkos or like sweatpants or... Okay, but pants aside, please, please continue. That's how they roll. The frogmen's... Frog-like, surprisingly, heads, which Honeycutt claimed had straight mouths with no lips, no discernible noses, and would look like a large fat roll rolling rolling across their bald heads. Like Uh, down the center or? Were astounding to him. Now, here's the thing. I don't know. Were they Mr. T Mohawk fat rolls? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know what that means. The way I've often seen them described was ear to ear. Okay. But I don't know. That that way? Either way, way, it's, it's fucked up. It's a weird it's really place weird. for fat to be. Yeah. And it's not. And so that that kind of basically says, besides the fact that you're shirtless wearing parachute pants and are three foot tall, you're wang wang <laughs> on a fucking Ohio roadside. <laughs> a, a lobe of random fat on your head. Yeah, but what it's not human. What are they doing? Okay, yeah, in no. a triangle pattern, just hanging out, being like, guys, we got to get in the triangle pattern now. It's like yeah. fucking three. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, triangle pattern time. Let's quick. go. <laughs> Rob's got tight pants. He's out. He's out. It, I'm not done with the description. Conti- I know. Okay. I know. Right, continue. Oh, Sorry. The most distinguishing characteristics Jeez. shared by these beings were their distinctly lopsided bodies with unusual bulges on their right sides and their left arms arms hanging noticeably shorter than their right arms. So Quasimodo's? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little, like fucked up discs It's a little John Merricky, which makes me feel bad because this goes uh, from the yeah, territory yeah, of yeah. non-human to, oh, maybe they have fuck. Back, maybe they have back problems. They might have back problems. It might be scoliosis. It might be frogman with scoliosis. They, I don't be, know. Yeah. Oh, the worst kind of frogman. I feel sad frogman. They all just happen to look identical and all have the same thing. Well, here's all. the thing. All right, here's the thing. If you were an alien and you came down and saw the three of us, white guys with beards, usually wearing winter caps and or some kind of hoodie, 
you would not be able to really distinguish us apart. You'd be like, one's bigger, one's smaller, one yeah, two are true. wearing glasses, yeah. but you wouldn't like have great like amongst the frogmen they might be like worlds apart like one's right. like ryan gosling and one's beat as shit right. but you can't tell if you're a human looking at frogmen you don't know what's beautiful for a frog person so my ryan gosling well, maybe you're the ryan gosling but okay good thank there's you. more details within us than there are with what they're explaining well sure. isn't that racist isn't yeah. that frog racist <laughs> Get it together, 50s. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so besides their lopsided shit, dangly arms, fucking awesome torsos, and fat roll heads, Honeycutt, who should have known better and just gotten the F out of there, yeah. showing more curiosity than caution, climbed out of his car and slowly approached the strange beings. He watched as one of them lifted Whoa. a rod-like object mm-hmm. above its head Whoa! And what he called magic. A- Graceful motion. He had a magic wand? You guys might not be off. Let me finish this he because you might be spot on. He honeycut. Like Quidditch? This might be a Dobby scenario. Okay, all right. The device emitted bluish-white sparks from its top and bottom. Oh, he fucking did. <gasps> Wait, is that a spell? Is that technology? Top and bottom? I'm just saying he was holding something, top and bottom, bluish-white sparks. Okay. Possibly a failed Roman candle. But continue. <laughs> it could be. It could be bad cross the border fireworks. Continue. <laughs> now this is, but this is how you know this is a real case because okay. did it do something spectacular? Did it cast a spell? Did it part a Red Sea? No. This is exactly what it did. Oh no! It, it, it spewed sparks from the top and bottom. The creature then attached the wand-like mechanism to its ankle. Because, damn it, you're going to put this shit away. <laughs> what? Because it's not for children. How do you attach it to Because your he ankle? is an adult frog man who is using a specific tool for a specific job, and when it's all done, he's not going to F around. He's going to okay, put it back in his holster. I am Respect fairly certain if you asked me 50 things of what would happen Yeah, this, I would have thought I'd put it to, to so yeah. the, the, He's got an ankle holster? Yeah, does the frogman have a concealed carry for it his magic wand? It does not mention in how the baggy pants the wand was deposited. Ankle holster. We just know it was. I'm assuming that the, the, the baggy pants have a tight ankle, like hammer pants. You would like to think so. Well, if he's going to put the magic wand down there, yeah, There's he has no to. Evidence. He didn't pull his pants up and put the Honeycutt magic wand Honeycut never there. said how okay. tight the ankles well, were. Well, no, okay. there could be a holster there that he just didn't wasn't looking at that was just yeah, When you're around. looking at fat, lobey frog heads, exactly. right, how, how much are you going to stare at the yeah, ankles? That's true. That's true. I mean, and the thing is, pull the wand out, made a spell, and then put it back. So. It, it, was it a spell? Was it? Were the sparks done when he put it in, or were they still like... See, that worries me, because the pants would have caught fire, I think. Unless yeah, they totally. were fire-retardant magic pants. Could have been. Sometimes magic been. does not affect the caster, or just perhaps yeah. the castee. And I'm going to go on a limb on this one. Space pants. Oh, space pants. Oh, space, space pants. pants. When you're looking at, you know, glowy wand, pants-wearing frog people, you've got to okay, kind of wait think a minute. Okay. E.T. a little bit. Wait a minute. So, the guy sees this, and they notice him, and he takes this thing out. Well, no, they don't notice him yet. Okay, they don't know. They he didn't gets out of the car. Him. He walks toward him. They still have their backs to him. So this might be okay. part of the ritual. Wand. It could be. He it just could, holds it, it up. Could be an incantation. Like, <laughs> that sparkles on I both know, sides. I, I imagine <laughs> it made that sound too. And it's like done. An ankle holsters it. Okay, yep. cool. That's exactly what happened. Okay, continue. Right, cool. You're absolutely right. All right, so it was at this point once the mechanism was securely attached mechanism. to the ankle, attached to the ankle that Honeycutt got what he referred to as a telepathic impulse to leave the scene post-haste. He got into his car and took off. Oddly, he claimed that the air was filled with the sense of, does anyone care to guess? Probably going to be wrong. I'm going to say it now. Disaster. Fresh-cut alfalfa and almonds. So oh, it was a oh, nice, really? It was a pleasant smoothie. So it's, it, yeah. was a, it was a vegan a masterpiece. Vegan, yeah, I feel like... 
again, I say this lends authenticity to the case because, A, who says frogs have hammer pants <laughs> 30 years before there were hammer pants? And then who says fresh cut alfalfa and almonds? Fresh cut. Not, not, no, no. Not like not three like day old alfalfa. Yeah. No. Okay. Not the beat shit alfalfa. Not Grandpa Frank's alfalfa. Like, so why would he get it? Alfalfa. Where did the tell? I'm confused. Why would he get that? I don't know why he smelled that, but like, he did. They're like, dude, get away. And then he smelled that like on the way out. Yeah. They're like, they turned towards him, which. Is it, that what happened? Yeah. Okay. I just, I might have skipped that part. <laughs> I, uh, okay. All right. No, so, you know what? I did. I skipped, I skipped a paragraph and I apologize. Oh, all a right. Let's retcon this real quick. I'm doing my best. No, no big deal. All right. Deal. So let me, let me go past. Let me go to the beginning. Okay. Angle holster. Ankle holster. Okay. That was then the th- when the three frogmen turned around to face Honeycutt. Before the cook, and he was a shorter cook, could react, the three entities began to approach him with impassive expressions on their squat faces. Mm. So they turned, looked at him, okay. started walking across the road. Right. And, that's no, the and that's when he got the foreboding and thought. I apologize to the right. audience. Okay, Not right. fear. It was clearly no, telepathic. No. <laughs> yeah. Just okay, get the, cool. yeah. the F yeah. out of the Dodge. Okay. And then all it was all alfalfa okay, so and almonds. Okay, so we have the vegan <laughs> shake. What happened next, Robert? He went immediately to the home of police chief John K. Fitz. To the home of? Didn't even call. Well, oh, it was late. No cell phone. It's 2.30 yeah. in the morning. He's a rural sheriff. It's the 50s. There's no cell phone. There's no cell phone. There's no cell There's no WhatsApp. There's nothing like that. No. Okay, you can't face no. him, the sheriff. Now, the sheriff later stated uh, in his testimony that the short order cook, again, looked like a ghost. He was convinced that Honeycutt was both sober and sincere. This evidently resulted in, according to the locals, an FBI investigation, but nobody locally knew what the results were. They called the So feds? there were men in black maybe roaming around really? the, the roadside where the frogmen showed up. This is really sketchy because it comes to this point where there's no huh. real record of it, but a lot of the locals reported that that's what they ended up seeing. Huh. When you call the FBI and that lends a bit of credibility. If indeed it happened. Were they the FBI, or were they just guys in suits inspecting the area because they were from some branch of the government that studies these oh, things? Oh, deep state CIA. All right, you mean gotcha. Or, sneaky gotcha. shit. Again, straight up men in black. Yeah, all right, Project Blue Book. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Wright Patterson. Now I'm there. Books. I'm there. I thought somewhere there you think there'd be books. Right. Even the stuff not on books, Are, they have to have... They have to have some sort of file. They have yeah, to have yeah, some, yeah, sort right, of some sort of record. Yeah, right, like, right. Yeah, Okay. The well, thing about this first encounter weird. with Frogmen is it has all the earmarks, with the exception of a UFO, of an extraterrestrial encounter. Right. Technology. That's true. Clothing. Right. Um, ostensibly men in black dicking around the area yeah. after it's done. Though I don't know if Honeycutt was actually interviewed. But the weird thing is, as bizarre as this is, there were more cases to happen in the decades to follow. Okay. So this 1955 case is a big deal. And people knew about it, and it became sort of an urban legend, but then the second event happened on March 3rd, 1972, nearly 17 years after the first report, uh, when Loveland police officer Ray Shockey was driving on Riverside Drive near the Totes Boot Factory. Totes Boots! Totes Boots. The best. Totes Boots for life. Uh, Near the Little Miami River when he saw something that would forever change his life. Dramatic noise. Dun-dun-dun. Thank you. I appreciate that. Nice. The officer in question described a creature as being, and it was a single creature at this point, three to four feet tall and weighing in the area of 50 to 75 pounds. He also claimed that the skin had a leathery texture and that the animal's features resembled those of a frog or a lizard. Hmm. This thing scrambled away. It's all he saw. He made the report. He got a lot of crap from his bosses. (laughs) 
All right. So two yeah. weeks later, another officer that worked with him named Mark Matthews uh, was driving towards Loveland when he spotted what he believed to be an injured animal lying on the pavement. Matthews climbed out of his cruiser. Obviously, he stopped first with the intention of removing the carcass from the already ice slicked road. That's when the creature abruptly lurched upwards in a crouched position. Ugh. Taken oh, aback boy. by the creature's reptilian visage, Matthews unholstered his revolver and took a shot at the thing, which then proceeded to hobble over the side of the road and step over a guardrail, all the while keeping a watchful eye on the trigger-happy officer. So he shot it, it got up, and went over the guardrail. He and didn't gave shoot him the stink it. eye. It was pissed. It oh, gave well, him some shame. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, so he shot I'm a, playing he, possum, so you leave me alone. He shot it. Yeah. He, he gets out of the car, it jumps up, he shoots it, and then it walks over the guardrail, but he doesn't shoot again. No, it didn't okay, say he does. All right, all right just, just making sure he didn't... Seems weird, like he would take more shots at it. You would think. You would think. And then okay. again, all right, now think about well, this. I don't know what it's like to be an officer. I you know, I don't know what it's like to fire your gun at living things. I'd imagine because, it's got to be kind of shocking. But when you th- see some weird reptilian thing dead in the road, and then it pops up, mm-hmm. like Spider-Man. That's right. the crouched position. Every, every time I hear a crouched that's position, yeah, it's, it's always Spidey. Spidey. Yeah, that's what you So picture. you've got a Spidey frog man, and he's okay. looking at you, and you're like, oh, F this, bam. Right. And then you hit it. And then he's like, stands up. He's about three and a half feet tall, and he's looking at you like you Gives son you of a, a bitch. Shitty look, like asshole. I'm, I'm yeah. walking to the swamp over here, but I swear to the baby. Yep. Okay. One more shot. Yeah. You don't live to kiss your baby. Okay. That's what I'm assuming. Magical wand. Well, this one okay. didn't have a wand. Okay. All right. Cool. The past frogman had pants and wand. Okay. This one just had skin and an attitude. Yeah. And there's a key difference there. Okay. Then we might be talking about different species altogether. Yeah. There no, might have been a UFO two... landing. Yeah. Right. No. This might be like a, just an old Something school yeah. earthbound swamp monster. Okay. Cool. cool. And they just come from the same place and people are like, oh, you're the same person. It's like, no, he's not my cousin. Stop. Stop doing this. Stop conflating us, you jerk. Okay. You don't know. Or maybe they are. I don't know. So once the frogman got away, uh, this is what the officer reported, but Years later, he reneged on the original tale and claimed that what he shot was nothing more than an iguana, which likely escaped from its owner, and that he took the creature back to his partner, well, not partner, but co-worker, Shockey, showed it to him, and Shockey said, oh, yes, this is what I saw, the officer that saw the the creature two weeks before, and that the the corpse was disposed of without any fanfare, and that was it. How big is this iguana? What smacks of the... Oh, and by the way, it was a tailless iguana. What this smacks of to me huh. is years later, he doesn't want the ration of crap. He saw something weird. He shot it. It got away. Right. His friend from a he few weeks before saw something. And yeah. he's like, you know what? We yeah. killed a pet iguana. I showed it to Bill or Ray. Ray is literally yeah. his name. He's... Ray said, yep, that's what I saw. We threw it in a swamp. Yeah, and never were... thought about it again. Right. Credibility's when when back. Exactly. When you're a cop <sighs> in rural Ohio, you need this ration of shit. Yeah. You need the grief oh, yeah, that yeah, comes from yeah. this. Yeah. You've got your pension and you your wife be, and yeah, some football. You, you, you don't, don't need this guy, grief. Yeah. I don't need it. Yeah. So like, oh, we had an iguana. We killed it. Had no tail. I brought it back. He was like, yeah, it's the iguana I saw too. And then that was it. Was yeah, nobody wants years of ridicule. The fucking iguana scapegoat. And he only changed his story 30 years later. So mm-hmm. 30 years mm-hmm. later after the report is filed, he's like, I, I didn't shoot no monster. It didn't get didn't get away. You know, I, it, it, it was an iguana. Goddamn iguana. We all know it was fine. Okay. Leave me alone. And who can blame them? Yeah. Why would you shoot an iguana? Well, they're not very good. If it, it crouched like Spider-Man and glared at you. Yeah. yeah. But that's the other thing, too. I have to assume it's night. None of these say what I'm I'm assuming yeah. it was. Oh, it's, yeah, it's night. These I believe all, it's night. Night, so you can't days. see, but iguana, I mean. Uh... Yeah, weird. All right, so things get a little sketchier at this point. Okay. Later in 1972, an anonymous farmer 
reported the sighting of four bizarre creatures while inspecting his fields, which were located adjacent, again, to the Little Miami River. The farmer claimed that the eyes of the frogmen were large and circular, their skin was pale greenish-gray, and perhaps most disturbingly, that their mouths were wide and filled with sharp teeth. <gasps> Ooh, Sharpie McBiter mouth. Yeah, no, we didn't see teeth Ooh, in the other ones because no. they didn't no. open their mouths. But no. I mean, they, no reason to assume they're they not predators. They might be retractable, like Wolverine's claws. All right, let's oh, assume that because you know what? It's cooler uh, if you assume that. Yeah, adamantium. It's not based on facts. No, nope. it's just better if no. you assume it. Love Thankfully, of, these creatures Marvel comics did not attack this guy. They okay. just disappeared back into the swamp. So that's the last thing that happened until August of 2016. <gasps> now, really? The last, oh, really? I have I didn't to know say about this. I have to this say is this recent. is fact, the last reported thing because I am sure. Okay. All right. At least 14 people saw it and were too terrified to report their encounter. Okay. And or didn't want the ridicule. Okay, cool. I'm not sure of this. I just have to assume that there were some people that saw something that don't want the grief of a frog man in their life. Okay. Because honestly, it's a lot of grief. It really is. It's a ration of shit you don't need from your coworkers, generally speaking. Yeah, Bob saw, Bob saw the frog man. Bob's going, Bob's losing his shit. Bob's let me, going nuts. Let me take you guys back to the... Uh, the surly hot days of August 2016. Damn. When Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend spied a nearly four foot tall, glowing eyed bipedal, bipedal, bipedal frog like creature as they crossed the train tracks near the banks of Lake Isabella and the water behind the Congregation Beth Adams Synagogue in the Loveland Madeira Road area in Ohio, which I have to assume is the same as the Madeira Loveland Pike. From 1955. Yeah, I have maybe, to assume at maybe, least it's the yeah. basic Isn't there a Miami River somewhere involved here? Yeah, well, no, this right. is Lake Isabella. Okay, I, now, I'm not an expert on mid-Ohio geography. The other sightings were Lake or River, the Miami River. But the Loveland Madeira Road okay. is a lot like the Madeira Loveland Pike that Honeycutt saw the creatures on to yep. me. So it has to be very similar. Okay. Ironically, the couple were searching for imaginary monsters while playing Pokemon Go when they not only saw but took the first official photograph and video footage of the Loveland Frogman. Man, I should say. It's a singular man. And it's a crazy picture. It's got these glowing eyes like literally Buick headlights. Okay. It's, can, it's nuts. Can we include these? Uh, I'll oh, be sure absolutely. to include these in the uh, description of, oh, sorry, of the podcast. This is what Jacob said. We saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. This was not in the game, literally Pokemon Go. Yeah. This was an actual giant frog. Then the thing stood up and walked on its hind legs. I realize this sounds crazy, but I swear on my grandmother's grave, this is the truth. Not oh, sure if the frogman is just yeah, a giant frog. Either way, I've never seen anything like it. Okay, here's a photo real quick. There yep. you go. Okay, I'm we'll say this. The I absolutely remember when okay. that came out, actually. The image shows what is either distinctly a non-human entity standing in shallow water with glowing eyes or a poorly constructed suit adorned with twin flashlights. Yeah. <laughs> Was this young couple perpetrators oh, of a hoax, the victims of a hoax, or eyewitnesses to an actual bona fide cryptozoological event? That's a question. All right. The, the, the photo's shady. I'll admit. The photo. Yeah. Because okay. no, I've yeah. seen, we've all seen like raccoon eye. I always say raccoon. I don't know why I pronounce it that way. I but know, like raccoon. animal eyes reflecting. Right, when they reflect in and, the, Yeah, they're yeah. always but demon those eyes. Are right. and bright headlight eyes. They are, yeah. In the water. Unless its eyes are literally so platters of reflective Pokemon material. So they were go with their phones, which is like an augmented reality thing where you have your phone out and you can and see. And you're looking for little then, fictional beasts. And that's where they came across the the... A giant frog okay, in the water. Okay, so then they, they obviously exit the app and they bring their, their phone up and then they, t- they take a picture of it. And allegedly some video. Okay, what, 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 but what, at what, this point, this is what's interesting. It's like, oh man, that's a giant frog. That's weird. 
Right. Oh, it's standing up. Yeah. Now, maybe somebody was messing with them. Maybe True. they were just simple victims of a hoax. Maybe there really was something there. But the Ohio Ooh, River Valley yeah. is full. Here's the weird thing to me. There are all these things that are all going to go under like the heading of the Loveland Frogmen. But what I think right, is that we right. have like very separate issues of what might all be cryptozoological and or paranormal and or extraterrestrial. But but maybe. Reptil- well, it's really not like think? it's I mean, Cleveland is kind of on the water like it's on mm-hmm. it borders. Oh, absolutely. Whatever lake that is. The mistake by the lake. Eerie. Yeah, Which whatever, whatever. But I mean, literally, we the rock and roll geography. Hall. I know we suck, but the rock yeah. and roll hall of fame is literally like the, the, it's there, right. right? So there are waterways in to you know, absolutely. So right. No, I mean, so, like, the Ohio River traveling bail, through the waterways. There are tons of things. I, I, but, I mean, by the way, if I may, it's not this. We will cover in other episodes. I am sure there is the alleged green clawed beast. That was in an Ohio River. There is the uh, the weird octopus man thing that was seen in another Ohio River. The, the Ohio Squatch? Yeah, is it the Octo Squatch? It might be the Octo Squatch. No, it's Don't not the Octo Squatch. Don't quote me on the Octo Squatch, but it could be. Ah, shoot. Okay, it's something. We'll weird. come back to it. Octopus-y. Future episodes. Ooh. I'm just saying the Ohio River Valley waterways are absolutely chock yeah. full of cryptids. Okay. Well beyond the frogmen. The first batch of frogmen really seemed to me sans the the flying saucer, extraterrestrialish. Or are they yeah. weird, like, gnomes or something? Well, so th- that one's more... The very first one is more intriguing. The other ones are a little vague yeah. and weird. But it's that a weird first one is... Thing there's a lot of vaguely, weirdly specific things about that first one. They're definitely bipedal. Right. Yeah, I mean, They're the other definitely one is like, clothes. There's a thing in the road, and it kind of got up, but, but there's no real... None of these It just have, seems to me like they're all described as... A frog man. So you have three different, four different, no, three, right? Four. Well, yeah. Well, slightly. Well, there's the farmer, but, the and, anonymous and all, farmer. Okay, so there's Honeycut, they're all, Shockey, they're all described Matthews, as the farmer, men. and Jacobs. Or could frog so men? Could that be like something like with greys? Maybe from aliens? I doubt that because they didn't mention a large yeah, cranium no, and big black eyes. They were like normalized. I would fat just think that if, if they're all described as like these three to four foot little frog creatures, it'd have to be related somehow. Maybe. I, I, I feel like the the explanation in the first one with the the wand and has nothing to do with the thing in the road that scampered off. Yeah, but they're all... And by the way, there's an, I, there's an well, eyewitness... Well, no, not necessarily. They're just saying there's a reptilian or the scales, but they're not... But they could be different right. things. There's yeah, an completely. eyewitness sketch done by the wife of one of the two police officers of the second creature that was apparently seen. And that very much, that's like the classic frogman stepping over the guardrail image that a lot right. of us have seen, which is not wearing pants and does not have a wand. <laughs> right, right. It does not have a fat lobe on its head. It has like little scales. I mean, do we have so to maybe, I think it's two different things. Do we have to maybe like take yeah, out? At least, right. It seems like the pants and the wand are like <laughs> one of these things are not like the other. Oh, absolutely. So we might have to take, I mean... Well, that's what that's what I mean. It, it doesn't... It seems uh, like if you take those two things out, then you get frogmen. Not wearing no. pants, possible tight If you dismiss the first story, wand, then like, the other ones that make... You can find some more common ground right. between sure. those last ones. But I find that first one a, a lot more intriguing. Maybe they had a road flare. Because it's so specific. They could have had a road flare. Why? Man, what because would they do? Did they an find ankle a road holster and maybe a fucking they, road flare? <laughs> maybe they found the road flare and they just ignited it like you do. And then put it on your ankle you of your poofy parachute pants. You ignited a road flare for fun? And You've not fucking lived. Oh, my God. You really never lived one you for fun. You refuse to believe. 
You refuse to believe in no, no because they're, I'm just trying they're, to find, they're for yeah. emergency use, I'm not try- for fun. And you've never let off a fire extinguisher. No. You yes. Have. Exactly. It's a church. To, to, exactly. To extinguish fires. <laughs> Can exactly. it, Dash? I know exactly. fun. <laughs> I, I, I know safety. I know fun. So I guess the only thing that's, that, that, that's tripping me up is that you've, you you have these these separate incidences, and the only one that's really weird, that's, I mean, even weirder than a regular frogman, is that you got parachute pants, wand, sparkler yeah, Right, dude. the first story, yeah. which, which is, makes no sense. There's a lot of specifics so is that, in that story, Isn't though. that the point? Well, yeah. yeah. But, so is that the that's dude, a, is that just something that he misconstrued? Maybe. Or it seems not. too specific, parachute pants and a wand. Or is the specificity exactly what lends credibility that's what I'm saying it seems, ah, it seems so see. oddly okay. specific the other one's like I saw this uh, yeah, I saw scaly weird thing and it scampered and, and it saw looking at me with the roads eyes. were icy I shot it so I, uh, this guy saw some big eyes right, vaguely so let's, uh, I don't know what it was here. let's do a little speculation right. okay so the first was what 1950 was the first 55. sighting 55 okay, 55 was the first sighting uh, was it three of them side of the road in a triangle baggy pants possible right. under armor and some sort of weird magic ceremony. wand in the, hol- in the holster lest you forget the fresh alfalfa I'm almonds. sorry. Well, that was after the psychic connection happened. Well, yeah. Okay, and then they had fresh, fresh which, alfalfa and the almonds. All of which screams extraterrestrial encounter. Exactly. All so, of that says, like, you know, weird, semi-abduction, know. alien. So if these are the uh, if these are the uh, the forerunners, I guess of these of this species of alien. What the triangle of praying frogmen that weren't really praying because Could they were be. worshiping the devil of right. the wand. Why is it got to be the devil? The well, what else could it be? Sparkle Spew fire. Come on. Maybe the 4th they, of July is for the devil. We all know it. Spew fire and it's not Satan. Hmm. It's nothing cool. All right, well. Cirque du Soleil. Okay. Let's move so, on. So if this is like the forerunner for some type of uh, extraterrestrial creatures yeah. that happen to show up, creatures. and then these other ones that are seen are just the what? Passengers, or maybe they like porked random alligators and had half breeds oh, that weren't yeah. smart enough to wear oh. pants and wield wands, Didn't and they're like, "Think about I'm that. just crawling across the road. Yeah. Stop shooting, so dick. What is the uh, stop shooting? I'm not a goddamn. Right. Well, those could easily. I feel like the first story could it, that. That's a lot of different. The other stores just selling like some crypto, yeah, right. something that could be like, a, right. like, a, like the lizard man of South yeah. Carolina or other weird so reptilian. Like, that first story is, is very much more paranormal for, these, for the frogmen. I th- well, the prevailing theory is that they've continually been in the Ohio River Valley since who knows when. First seen right. in the mid fifties, right. then seen intermittently since. But the more the evidence comes to light, assuming, of course, that it's based on legitimate eyewitness, you know, viewings and not just like some crazy MK Ultra stuff uh, that I think that they clearly represent, as Chris has been saying, very separate yeah, types. Of it incidents. feels that way. So are these are these considered extraterrestrials or are they considered cryptozoological? Cryptozoological by and large, but I think the more you read about the honeycut encounter in 1955, the more you have to say this can't be cryptozoological because there's it no seems like it's there's no Sasquatch yeah. in pants changing a tire. Well, that's what I mean. Have, so, man, it's weird. so oddly <laughs> specific that like what kind of size Levi's does Sasquatch wear? Right, Ooh, they have spanks. They have like Christ. I yeah. mean, I have stretchy tight jeans. And I'm not a small dude, but I couldn't imagine the size for Sasquatch. No, they would need mad jeans. They'd be huskies. Mm. Huskies. Oh, yeah. All right, so. Big and tall. 
so uh yeah i don't know man i don't know this is weird I, you know this i think the really problem weird. you're having mark is that you really desperately want to put this into one file no it's true. i don't I think do. you yeah can. No, i do you're trying because, to find a bridge and i don't, I don't think I, that's... I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to bridge the the baggy pants wand wielding frog you know to the fragment of today like were they the pilgrims that today. came from whatever planet that they were from and then they started populating around the ohio yeah, river, no. river it's a possibility area. i mean yeah it's a possibility that it just like, seems too weird no that honestly connected like et Mm. They might have been left behind, and then like three or four generations uh, down the road, they turn they're less weird? civilized. They don't know how to use their damn wands anymore. Yeah. They're like, "Fuck pants! I'm living in a swamp." Oh, it's they, a possibility. They devolved. Do you think they could have devolved? Did they turn white like like, like an old dog? No, turned? because like, that's uh, when ET dies. It's sad, and Frogman uh, don't do that. Okay. Oh, because I left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but, fuck you, dude. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Point of fact: If I saw that. a half-white it's... dying ET Frogman, I would shoot it six times. If you I were that cop, you I might curb stomp it. it. No, it's scummy. <laughs> yeah, you have to group stomp it. It's scum. ET. If you if you <laughs> see dying if you see dying ET, honestly, and you're not you, Elliot, yeah. and you haven't like gone through the whole like. Can you imagine seeing that by the side? Right, it's like you burning yeah. a finger. It could be a yeah, laser no, that killing you. Oh, that's a cinder block to the head. You have to at least drop an elbow. Absolutely. <laughs> Can I give it like a Stone Cold? Stun? It can't yeah. live. Or a Hulk Hogan like drop pin it for, oh, and get the bell and the take big, off. The <laughs> big boot. You, you give him the fucking like drop. Yeah. Get the celestial belt. But then you get aliens off. coming for the belt and they're like, oh. "I heard you BDG." Uh, like, Wait a minute. And that's where the Ultimate Warrior shows up. Yeah. Son of a oh. bitch. All right. So yeah, I mean, okay. So <laughs> so your weird. theory is that the the baggy pants wand. <laughs> Compared to the other ones, is different. I, I feel like they're different. just the same area, same type of weird lizard people, just different. When you have waterways, you never know. Okay, I mean, it, they, it's they not the, like they are the freeways of the yeah. paranormal. It's not like <laughs> a, a a lake that's in the middle like of a thing, and there's no other way really in. Right, true. Right, so they can like, travel on the waterways. There, yes, yeah. there's definitely okay. ways in and out there. So, I mean, the the parachute pants and the wand are throwing me. They should. They're just tossing me because you know what? Me. You know what? Some crap-ass paranormal experts do, What's they that? throw those details away. Because most of the early accounts I read of the Loveland Frogmen did right. not include those. Because you know what? They don't want that. They want it to be a lizardy, amphibious creature that lives in the swamps and waterways. But when I did more and more research, I realized, oh, no, they've got MC Hammer pants and glowing wands and yeah. deal with it. Because you throw that away because you just want it to be this. Okay. But you have to take all the evidence. No, you do. No matter you do. how absurd it is, and then equate it in. And and if it comes out as ridiculous, that in some way substantiates it even more to me because you're like, nobody would make shit up this ridiculous. That's right. That's what I right. mean. Like, right. well, because, because of how ridiculous it is, you, you, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be made up because of and you don't go to you don't go to the local police chief and be like terrified at three in the morning and wake him up in his home to go holy crap I saw this right and and of course the cop later says he's sober he's not on drugs he believes what he's saying unless you're either psychotic or genuinely saw something you can't explain yeah all right so so you guys are saying that there's they're two separate not connected. I don't well, know entirely that they're not connected, but they don't have to be, and they don't seem to be based on the descriptions. Yeah. Okay, I'm saying That's because I mean. they're frog people, they're connected. I think it's a generic appellation based on the fact that they have squat heads and lipless mouths and barely a nose. I think that it just is what... You know what? It's racism. It's simple <laughs> bigotry. It they could, look at something that is atypically non-human and be like, 
And That's they say frog. it's a frog. Right. They call it a frog. It's terrible. I mean, it's cool, horrible. Right, because that first description was was oddly specific, but the other ones were very vague. Right. And much more reptilian, so, for the record. Yeah. With teeth. yeah. And the eyewitness drawing done by the wife of, again, I don't remember if it was Shockey or Matthews, shows like... Uh, Scales very crocodilian, like f- a few rows of scales and like okay. pointy ears and things yeah. that were not indicated in the honeycut description. Right. Not so a I frog. feel like it was, and certainly no pants. Right, they were, they were a pantsless. Complete la- a complete right, lack of pants. The, the 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 1972 sightings on seem to be animals. The 1955 sighting seems to be something different, at, at least <laughs> right. worthy of garment. <laughs> Exactly. Right, right. Whatever that Spank may be. Wearing... Get these frogmen some pants. Right. I know. I feel the like the Lord just... says the frogmen must I really want really to just. I, I really want to like imagine in my mind that, that there's frogmen in, in, in like out in the swamp running around with like junkos. They should be. And it's 2017, and they don't. Or 2018, I'm sorry, and they don't care. They don't give fudges. It's, it's junkos. And they, they don't, don't wear care. them, and they're just kicking around with these little tiny frog right. legs. Junkos. Flare-filled batons. Yeah. <laughs> Comfort. They're in parades. They love parades, apparently. They're just like... Clearly. Yeah, they're just doing it. All right, so cool. Uh, There you have it. That's the Loveland Frogman. uh, That is the Loveland Frogman. In a nutshell. (laughs) You've gotten answers. We've explained it all. Some things might be true. Some things might not be true. You know what the most exciting part is? could be questionable. And I think we all agree. Yeah, we're right. Pants. Pants are the most... Nobody nobody talks about but the most exciting thing about Loveland Frogman? Pants. Well... And the, an- the ankle well, holsters, I mean the, right. the wand, the, wand, the, yeah. the dual-sided sparkling ankle holster. Yeah, all right, fair the, enough. The wand and having the holster is. But I gotta say that's this: important. How cool would have been if they had a glave? Just makes everything yeah. better. I know, I know. We could wish. Glaves always make everything cooler. If it was a sparkling <laughs> glaive, I might die a happy man. Yeah. All right, so uh, there you have it. Thank you for joining us for the Cryptonaut Podcast. Be sure to check us out online at CryptonautPodcast.com, Twitter at CryptonautPod, Facebook.com slash CryptonautPodcast. Uh, Instagram is CryptonautPodcast. Be sure to rate and review this episode on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and any place you may be listening to this podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me is Chris Carnicelli hey. and Rob Morphy. We're talking to you soon. See you later. Bye-bye.